0: Welcome to Wonder Soul, a Bearded Buddha production. I hope you are doing well. Before we begin, shall we listen to something uplifting? Good answer.
1: I hated that job, and I clung to that job. Ten years in a place without heat, six years at a job I felt stuck in. Maybe I was afraid of change. Are you? When I was 29, I told myself... The next acting job I get, no matter what it pays, I will, from now on, for better or worse, be a working actor. Now I didn't have either the internet, or a cell phone, or a job. But something good happened. I got a low-paying theater job in a play called Imperfect Love, which led to a film called 13 Moons, with the same writer, which led to other roles, which led to other roles. And I've worked as an actor ever since. I didn't know that would happen. At 29, walking away from data processing, I was terrified. But this made me very hungry. Literally. (laughs) I couldn't be lazy. Now, I tell this story because the world might say you are not allowed to yet. Please, don't even bother asking. Don't bother telling the world you are ready. Show it, do it. Trust me, a rhythm sets in. Just try not to wait until like me, you're 29 before you find it. And if you are, that's fine too. Some of us never find it, but you will. I promise you raise the rest of your life to meet you don't search for defining moments because they will never come the moments that define you have already happened and they will already happen again don't wait until they tell you you are ready get in there I waited a long time out in the world before I gave myself permission to fail. What did Beckett say? Ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. The world is yours. Treat everyone kindly and light up the night.
0: Now wasn't that nice? I can see you smiling from here. Before I start the episode, Bearded Buddha asked me to play some intro music. It goes something like this.
1: Welcome.
2: Hello, and welcome to Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring topics ranging from anywhere from geek culture, gaming, movies and television, music, sports, and of course, life's passions and experiences. Wonder Soul is created and hosted by me, Bearded Buddha, and today, my friend Shane. Uh, this is episode number 16. Uh, I think we're going to go with the title Wonder Talk.
3: Bro, you are killing the intros now. Is
2: it? Yeah. I yeah, think dude, this helps I think out. I think you're getting there. Yeah, man. I I'm all professional something out. now. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah
3: you get you're getting your shit together. I like yeah,
2: it. I got. <laughs> it took a while, right? But um, so other than that, before we get into everything, uh, stay tuned until the end of the episode to find out how you could be featured in the weekly series Wonder News, a weekly news roundup show that comes out every Friday. Um, and thank you again for listening. So, uh, yeah, let's get started. Hey, how you doing, Shane? How is it going tonight, people? (laughs) Shane is back, everybody, and uh, we're not going to be nerding out as much. Uh, He's been on, uh, what, the eSports episode? Yeah, several nerd topics, you know. uh, Those are fun topics. The first episode, dude. You know I, I thought about that the other day I was like cuz I checked the stats of every the heart and soul. Yeah, you were on the E3 episode which OG. was the first one.
3: So I'm an OG with you.
2: Yeah, 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 man. I think you're the uh and before well, Wonder I Wow, so grateful. Yeah. Dude, uh, cuz we did um we did a couple episodes when I was doing the the Wave podcast The Wave,
3: stuff. The Wave. Yeah, we did. I think I was on one
2: for one sure. that was posted but we did like two other we did two other ones
3: yeah we did a really good one i wish we could have had that one posted i got a, it got, got f- a burnt. fucked up that was one where we did about um uh, conspiracies right no that was no. one we did with uh with uh oh, oh grant God. no thanos oh that was the marvel one it was oh, a good one yeah that's but we, right we
2: fucked the the, the shit got the, fucked the shit got fucked up that's why right. i'm super paranoid about uh audio now like when I when yeah. I record now, like I just make sure to get that shit uh, plug and, and yeah, yeah, and posted and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming out again. We actually yeah. have uh, two mics tonight, so hopefully this yeah, sounds, hopefully it sounds a lot better. Hell yeah, y'all y'all let us know how that goes. And um, it's a lot
3: more comfortable. We don't have to sit on each other's laps now. Bro, we each yeah. get our own
2: chair. For those who didn't know, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how we did it. <laughs> uh, that's exactly how we recorded, man uh and uh you know every every episode we do together everything you know we're, we're getting stuff uh more professional like you know we're, trying, getting, we're getting the setup going and stuff trying but, our hardest oh yeah man and uh we wanted to we we really couldn't decide on just one thing to talk about for this episode so i think we both agree that we're just going to try this little you know this new thing you know do something like a think We're talking about like a wonder talk, kind of like a free flowing kind of talk, yeah, conversation just, thing. Just, I'm leaving you out the dry right yeah, now. It's all I good, i <laughs> <laughs> <Talk, man. laughs> But uh,
3: yeah, we're just gonna, you know, yeah, a, just
2: uh, get it kicked off, man, yeah, and I just know. talk. And like just said, we couldn't figure out anything to talk about, so it's like
3: just having a conversation, yeah,
2: right. And uh, I mean, we have some, we obviously have some things that we want to talk about, so you know, we'll, we'll go over those as the episode goes on but uh yeah but to start off um let's see man what what were some of the things that we were talking about
3: well like we were talking about earlier you know i was telling you how i'm trying to quit smoking right now
2: yeah man and i'm proud of you dude that's yeah, awesome it's,
3: it's a big step it's the first time you know i've challenged myself with anything in a while it's been um it's uh, six days well once today's over with i'll be six days with no tobacco damn yeah, and it's the first time I've ever tried to uh, quit for real, for real. Like, I've thrown around the idea for like the last year and a half, you know, saying, okay, I know sometime soon I'm going to want to quit, not really sure when. Like, there, there'd be a day where I'd be like, oh, I'm going to quit today. And then the very next day, i go and buy a pack, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I really wasn't ready to quit. But, you know, just the other day, I, I finally smoked that cigarette where I was just like, I fucking hated it. It just... <laughs> It just drove me over the edge. You know, if, normally for anybody out there that smokes, they know sometimes that morning cigarette is like one of the best tasting mm. and like, I don't know, it just gets me going and like one of the cigarettes I enjoyed every day. Yeah. But smoked it on the way to work the other morning and just coughing my lungs up and like, oh, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, it's like <laughs> almost gagging in a sense, like, ugh.
2: Well, in like, you know, like a... I told you, man. I mean, I, I smoked cigarettes and stuff for numerous uh, years and stuff. I did like smokeless tobacco, and vaping. I've tried tried all the tobacco nicotine stuff, um, and it's not an easy thing to like quit. It's like you said, it, it kind of gets to the point where you used to enjoy or get something out of every single one, and then right. it gets to a point where you're like, all right, uh, other than this like first one of my day. Uh, I'm not really getting too much right. Out of Right, I was
3: just doing it more of as like a habit thing. Right? Yeah. I, w- I really, it wasn't that I wanted the cigarette or enjoyed the cigarette. It was just I caught myself, you know, reaching into my pocket, you know, like every hour or so of the mm-hmm. day, and I'd pull out a cigarette and start smoking it, whether I liked it or not.
2: Yeah, and there's and that. I'd
3: even there'd be times where I'd light it, and I would take two puffs on it, and I'd be like, oh, I really don't want this, but then I'd smoke the whole thing anyway. Yeah, and like, it's it's that
2: hand-to-mouth yeah. thing too, right? Yeah, yeah. the hand-to-mouth thing is the hardest thing to break so far yeah oh definitely because yeah. i mean um really I, I, all those habits it it's your hand to mouth yeah. so i mean it, once you take that away like you're you're feeling this weird urge to like that's why they say i think that like people gain weight because they're yeah. eating or doing so, they that, need to something
3: plus uh nicotine i believe or tobacco is a uh, Hunger suppressor. Yeah, yeah, it's a food suppressor. Yeah. So that that's another reason why people say when they quit smoking that you get that back. But I kind of you know, get the hand to mouth action, smoking under Herbmon. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so so I still have the hand to mouth action. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I get I, I'm not missing out on that. Right. That that aspect, but. um yeah, I don't know. It's it's been. I knew you know it's gonna be kind of a challenge going in. It hasn't been quite as hard yet. I'm sure there's gonna be like I haven't, you know, I haven't drank yet since I've said mm-hmm. I was gonna quit smoking. I'm not a heavy drinker anyway. But when I do drink, you know, yeah. I always enjoyed a cigarette. And there's some other things and hanging out with certain friends that uh, um, I know when I'm around them, they all smoke a lot. So it's gonna be interesting when I put myself in that environment for the first time. Yeah. Know, but so far, you know, I've had a very good mind and willpower about it. And it's been a fun challenge. Like I said, I haven't really challenged myself with anything in a while. So it's good to, you know... It's a good place of, to start. Yeah, it's a good reminder of, you know, like, you know, put my mind to something and actually fucking do it. There's been a lot of times recently where I said I would do something and then I'm just making an excuse for not doing it. Right. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, I got work or, oh, I got this going on after work. So I really don't want to fuck with that right now. Right. But this is the first time so far like I said six days in we'll see how it goes but I feel like I'm gonna conquer this bitch yeah man make yeah, the team you,
2: down with it you I'm got like, to man I mean yeah. uh, like two things from that like uh, whenever I the the reason why I got into like smoking cigarettes and stuff like that is everybody always associates it with like a stress reliever you know what I'm saying that oh I'm stressed out I need right. a break let me uh, let me go outside and have a smoke break and stuff but the more you realize that it's not really chilling you out, I think you're 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 chilling out that craving more than you are just chilling out any kind of like actual stress that you're dealing. Yeah,
3: I will agree with that because, like you say, I used to use that almost as an excuse. I would tell people I that's smoked. why you we were
2: doing it. it is yeah. because
3: it was a stress reliever. When really, I really probably wasn't even stressed out that much for at that time. Or like you say, if I was stressed out about anything, it was the fact that oh, I haven't smoked in a little bit. So yeah, it's like I need that cigarette. Yeah, it's not like anything that somebody said to me or like something that happened that stressed me out it was the fact that i didn't have that cigarette that stressed me out
2: yeah and that's a weird feeling man especially yeah. when, it, when it comes to understanding like your mind and stuff is that we get attached to different habits and different things and um you know you you start to convince yourself regardless of what it is that that's what you need to function in a way, you know. I'm Like to to exactly. have your day be a good day, right. you need A, B, and C. And yep. if you don't have those, it fucks your day. Up. Yeah, your days. That's a ruled shitty out. way
3: to be. Is when you have to have when you have to live like that.
2: Well, man. with things that yeah, especially when it's something that you know that is really uh, you could go without. There right. was even a period in your life There's where a you Mars didn't. Yeah, in my life that
3: I didn't. You didn't you know? have it. You didn't yeah. need
2: it. So I mean, it isn't. It's it's very cool to hear you talk about it, man. And uh, it's all about rewiring
3: that brain in a sense. Yeah, like that's the main thing about it.
2: Yeah, and and that's the thing, dude. Because uh, a lot of people, myself included, probably you, we sometimes you get tripped up in like well at least i'm thinking about doing something and you get satisfaction from just even having reaching that point it's one thing to actually like take the action you know like necessary and and some people confuse different things so like some people i think would look at it like whenever you quit something that oh well you're just not doing something anymore you're not like adding something more to your routine or adding more to whatever, you're just saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. But I'm like, well, look, you know, that's really no different because that, that can be tougher, especially when it's something that is consistent on a day to day basis, you know? Right. Or it's something that you've wired into your
3: brain that like every time after you have a meal, you're picking up something. Yeah. Like you're picking up a back yeah. to cigarette instance, you know, you're picking up a cigarette right. or, Every time, you know, when I get pretty much on the hour, bam, pulling out a cigarette. You know, anytime after you do something strenuous, you know, I was pulling out a cigarette, like, and it it was, oh <laughs> no,
0: timber,
2: but uh, <laughs> yeah, shit, that messed up. Yeah, I messed up the mic. I dropped the mic. Everybody, sorry. I'll yeah, try to edit right. that. Yeah. Um. Where where was I I on that? Talking about yeah, we we (laughs) lost our train of thought. (laughs) Um, um, oh, oh yeah. Uh, So not only is it like a personal thing, man. You know, like here you are, you're using, or anybody. I mean, I I know what you're going through in a a lot of the ways. Is it's one thing for it to be a personal you battle, bro. But it's another thing when it's like you got to think of all the environments and people that you are around that you're used to doing such and such activities right so it becomes like a how do i uh you know how do i like adjust to that because you know especially in the beginning man i mean it's uh, you're motivated and stuff but there's always that temptation and you can handle it better when you when you avoid certain things like for me like i didn't go out drinking a lot because i associated and connected both of those things Right. right so yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard, man. And it gets harder to really kick any habit as Especially you get older. anything,
3: like you say, that's, uh, that's a daily. It's a yeah, daily, a daily habit is a tough thing to kick. Heck yeah, man. Because like mean, you say, it's, the, it's just that rewiring of your brain. Which is a tough thing to do. Yeah. like it's been ingrained deep in there, you know. But you, like you say... Like you said, you gotta remember there was a point in your life where hey you went, you know, twenty years without needing this. Why can't you go back to yeah like that?
2: That's what my uncle told me when um when I was thinking about doing it. He was yeah. just like, Man, there was a point in your life And see I've never thought about that, which is crazy. I mean, but then you think about like you were happy at those points, you you got yeah. you got by. <laughs> it was you know, so this this uh whatever it is, um you can remove it and still be okay. Yeah. And plus there and are it was
3: crazy because back then I was like, damn dude so you're Cigarettes are disgusting. Like I'd tried them before. I was like, I fucking hate them. Yeah. But I think I kind of... I got into them in college a little bit. When It's kind of like an a easy way to break the ice with people. Yeah. You see people stand around smoking. It's a you know, social it's, thing. Yeah, it's kind of it's started as a social thing. Yeah. It's an easy way to you know, start conversations with people. And then... You know, I always said I'd be able to kick the habit eventually. And I mean I really have not been smoking that long. I don't think I've I mean, you never know what damage you've done. I'm sure I've done some damage yeah. to my lungs, but better to get out
2: of it when I'm younger. True. Than keeping the habit. Well, I think my family kind of thing. my uh my family are smokers. Yeah, my my dad's side
3: of the family is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So and like so you have that, then most of your friends, but, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so. a lot of friends. Yeah. So man. So it, it, that makes it harder too, man. It kind of it's kind of one of those things where I like to think about it it's like would you have picked it up uh, if, if you know by yourself in a way? because a lot of these things like that kind of comes from an influence of other people around you and them doing it, you know mm-hmm. And like would you have gone searching for those things, whatever that habit is? You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, I felt like I would have fell into it regardless of yeah, who I was hanging probably. out. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, i thought about that before with other things, like um, certain things I did back in my college days. Yeah. Um, uh, certain drugs and whatnot. Um, yeah. But uh, I always thought, like, well, you know, or certain people would say, you know, well, if you weren't hanging out with those people, So-and-so. you would have been better off. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. But, I mean, who's to say that I wouldn't have hung out with Sozy and... And Joey over there, yeah. and you know, got into the same shit. You never know.
2: Um, well, exactly. And then, and plus, it's not really like, it, no matter what, no matter. I mean, that's kind of like the 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 quote of like, oh, if everybody's jumping off the bridge, are you gonna do it? Exactly. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, you have that choice, right? And you know, and like you
3: say, fuck pushing shit off onto. Well, I did it because so yeah, and so Yeah, and you know,
2: it's 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 better, man. Shit. Yeah. I mean. At the end of the day, I'm sure they w- we're all like a combination of different people, like yeah. who, that we've personally met or, or you yeah, know been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Because I think, yeah, yeah. That's interesting you say that. Yeah. Like I, said, I think it's uh, we're like a collection of the best
2: parts and sometimes the yeah, worst our parts.
3: interactions of, with other people. Yeah, like our how we've you know dealt with certain situations. And, yeah, and the. Outcomes of certain situations have molded us into who we are
2: no no dude I I mean because I've seen it with other people man like some bad habits that I had and when I was doing them how it rubbed off on people that I figured when I thought about I was like that person probably wouldn't have gotten into that if they weren't hanging around me and I was making it seem like it was okay or cool or Mm -hmm. whatever you want to say Mm -hmm. so I mean Everybody has an influence on each other right. in a good or posi- you know, a good or bad way. Um, but it's not like nobody's holding a gun to your head saying, "Dude, you got to do this. If right. you don't do this." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're never hanging. On the team. <laughs> 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 you know, but it's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it, it, it's interesting, man. It really is. Yeah. And um,
3: it's crazy how our brain thinks, because you know, back in it's just as you develop, I guess. But you know. You kind of have that thought in your head when you're younger that like somebody almost is holding that gun to your yeah, to you to make that decision like oh my god if I don't do this then this is gonna fucking happen or fuck.
2: Well, there's like that social yeah. peer pressure, yeah. um, you know. Especially you, everybody wants to fit in at some point. So people
3: even do, even at our age now, yeah, so you still see it in the workplace and and whatnot. It's egos are a weird thing dude. they they really it's are weird man. to just sit back and like especially in the workplace and watch people's egos just go to work like, yeah
2: especially uh, like um like the way i look at it man is uh things like with like when you see people post certain stuff on the internet you kind of you're kind of like wondering to yourself like i know you like where is this coming from like what, what kind of image are you trying to portray? And this is, like, at the workplace. Like, certain people try to portray this, like, different image of themselves. And, like, if you really know them, you're like, mm, you kind of do that kind of glance. And it's not always a bad thing. It's not always, like, you know, I of course, when you're at work, you got to act a certain way. I mean, you can't right. just be how you are right. at home and shit like that. But uh, as far as, like you said, like, the ego, like, it just kind of, like... You know, brushes itself off. and says, "Uh, oh, it's time to go to work, I guess." And it just <laughs> you know, takes control, man.
3: Yeah, and some people's egos are just over the Yeah, top. I tell you, well, I, I don't know. We could, yeah, you know, up, what <laughs> you're gonna bring somewhere.
2: up something from, yeah, <laughs> well,
3: not from where I work, but yeah. I was just gonna bring up something about ego in general.
2: Well, what what you got, man? I mean, do you, are, <laughs> are are you tipping on it? I mean, we're, we're kind <laughs> of might
3: as well say it now. Teased it, uh, yeah. Right? I guess. Um, I mean,
2: it's up to you, man. You don't yeah. pure pressure. The peer
3: pressure, nah. But one, I guess what I was gonna say is, um, one thing I think with taking mushrooms like uh, psilocybin, LSD, or not LSD, but magic mushrooms, whatever you want yeah. to about, whatever you want to call it, one thing about it that I think is magical and great is that it helps tear your ego down. In a really? Sense. Yeah. Like after doing it, it, it uh. It makes you worry about less petty shit in a way in a sense and about like shit that i used to worry about about myself like appearance wise and like uh i don't know just you know my give a shit meter yeah
2: now what what about it is like destroying those walls that are being that have been built and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, What is what is going through your mind that's making you go, you know what? I don't really care about that anymore.
3: It's not so much like anything that's going through your okay. mind. It's like once you go through the experience. And it's not just like a one-time thing. It's kind of like after doing it a little bit, mm-hmm. doing it several times. It's like this mind cleanse is the way I look at it. it like any like petty bullshit that you have weighing on you or mm-hmm. anything that's uh, just bothering you bothering you in any sense. I don't know, it just kind of cleanses it away, washes away, like taking a a shower for your mind in a sense. Like, I don't know, it just helps break down... Like all these walls and layers that I built up and how it does it, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. It's hard to describe. It's not like you just have this epiphany all of a sudden where you're like, oh, I see the light. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Not really like it's not anything like that. Any no, it's like, like I say, it's like over doing it, you know, over several times and, and you just, you start to look at the world in a different light. I, I don't know. What,
2: now that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess what I'm, I, I wanna, try to pick your brain about man it's like
3: is that (laughs) is it
2: being in certain situations that you usually would react a certain way and then you notice yourself you're like whoa you know actually i'm not dealing with this the same way or i'm not looking at this the same way like is it something that you kind of you take note of later or is it something that you know um like after you experience something like that Is it just almost like an automatic thing that you kind of already feel different? You feel like there's a weight lifted off of you? Yeah,
3: I mean it's like – it's not really that I see myself handling problems differently. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more of like uh, I either avoid that problem from the get-go. Like I can – I guess – I guess not if it's a problem with me, not something like I'm trying to avoid. If I see a problem with like other people or whatnot, yeah, you know, I might try to work around it or whatever. But if it's something like that I'm having to deal with, um, I don't know. It's just I don't let the the pettiness, and I don't I don't let over things over build up in my mind like they used to, like where I would sit there and. You know how you would have a run-in with so-and-so and and you'd be thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it and you just couldn't get her out of your mind about what she said or what he said and it would just bug you until the next time you saw him. But now, like, where that shit used to bother me, you know, now I'm just like, you know, if they say something that pissed me off or just something that used to rub me the wrong way, Mm -hmm. now, you know, it just kind of... I don't think about it like I used to. Yeah, like, I'll think about it for a brief second and poof, it's gone. I try yeah. to, you know, th- it's more, I guess, kind of like living in the now in a sense. Like, um, I don't, I don't worry about the petty shit from my past as much. I guess yeah. you could say, or I try not to let that weigh on me. I don't know if I answered your question quite correctly. No, I mean, I, I feel, of, I feel what you're
2: saying. Yeah, now. I'm picking up what you're putting. Yeah,
3: on. yeah, I just kind of uh, rambled a little.
2: No, you're straight. Uh, Because what I was thinking about is, like you were saying, when certain things happen, you know, you have this ability now to just – if it's not going to benefit or if it's something good, you don't carry it with you as long. Right. Uh, Because I relate to you on that where if somebody did or said something and maybe it was something negative, right, Mm -hmm. I would – I would repeat it inside my skull more than it probably deserved or yeah. even needed to be. Right, right. But the more you repeat that thought and you replay that moment, it, it festers. It, it, it kind of like ingrains in there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, uh, harder especially harder and harder and harder to forget. Yeah, it is. Like, cause you're, that's, you're repeating it and repeating it. You're replaying that moment yeah. in your life. And, uh, but that's also another thing. You're focusing on something that's already happened. So you're not focusing on what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Then you're thinking, well, when I see this person again later, uh, oh God, uh, I almost knocked something over, but, uh, that you're, so it's, it takes you away from everything. I I, I, and, um, you realize, like, after a certain point, I'm sure, like, something like that probably did help almost like, cleanse and kind of put things into yeah, in a perspective in like, a way Yeah, it's and, like, a, and it's probably really hard to describe it
3: like, is you have to kind of do it for yourself but
2: but you know i've heard like because you hear, highly
3: recommend it for everyone
2: look people on rogan mm. people uh all over say that those they have similar results i guess yeah. would be the word that after doing something like that that they they go through it and then they come out with a different perspective in a way on just how they react to things, how they look at things. And, yeah, and
3: the way, like, the way you look at life, the way I just look at people in yeah. general. Like, I would never say that I was a racist person by any means or, but growing up, you know, in the South with a fam, with a white family and just that root and that heritage. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you're going to have people that, you're always gonna have people that look at people just by the skin of their color. Their color, the color skin. of their skin. Wow, botched that one. It's but scary. anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, and I never really, you know, did that. Um, but especially after taking this, you know, magic plant. Yeah. Um. You just kind of have this more. It, it, I just look at like why can't everybody just look at everybody as we're all fucking human. We were yeah. all at one point, you know. We all came from Africa at one point. We were yeah, all, you know.
2: We all came from like the we're
3: same dark skin. Yeah, we didn't start getting light skin until people migrated to northern climates where it was cloudy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I don't know. It just kind of that whole going back in time in a sense not really in time but i don't know i'm rambling now no
2: no you're straight i i think i I think i know what you mean like because i mean growing up here in the south there's a, a, a history here and that um so to be very general about it it's just you you've seen and know that people have judged others according to qualities that are, are unnecessary in a way. Like, it's like when you grow up and you are taught that everybody's cool. And then, you know, really the only thing that is different about each other is certain looks, certain appearances, but like deep, you know, we're all made of the same parts for the most part. Um, it, it, but like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I, you know, I've, I've had this weird theory about things like that, that there's like almost like a, a message in the bottle when it comes to certain plants and certain things from nature, regardless of what it is, that when you ingest it and take it in, that it almost like shoots these little like – almost like lessons. It's like, hey, man, we're – because when you take in a lot of stuff, it affects your brain it goes mm-hmm. through your bloodstream. It goes all through your body. Right. And that would it be so out of the realm of possibility uh, that certain things like that do carry some kind of message – in some way, I think, like, uh, because from a lot of people that I've talked to that have taken and experienced different things similar, it's like the, the we're all on the same wavelength as far as yeah, how you we get
3: this very unified feeling. Yeah. It's like, like the one thing that stood out to me about it is that, like, you're very, you you feel very centralized, like, is, you almost feel hive mind in a sense. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, you feel one. With just everything around you. Yeah. People, plants, animals, you know, just every like molecule that's around you. Like you just feel in harmony with like the mm. universe in a sense. It's really, I don't
2: know. It's very. It's interesting. Pocusy, pocusy but it's, it's, yeah, I don't know, There's something to it. There, like, there's there gotta be, man. Because I think like you said, like, um, you were talking about like just certain barriers and stuff yeah, that like got it's broke helped down. Yeah, me tear down
3: like. Like you say, different barriers of about myself, like shit I used to worry about, like parents wise and and but that's
2: man-made stuff too, yeah. and that's stuff that we've been kind of conditioned mm-hmm. to to worry about and concentrate on is like certain things, like you said, appearance and how you you uh, come off to different people, and you know it's okay to be aware of those things because obviously you know they are they have some importance, but to to focus on them to such an extreme where it's almost like wasting your time and energy because you know everybody has a different opinion of everybody right. and no matter what matter. you are going to be uh, you you as the the person that you are will always be um unique to the person that you're interacting with right because we all um just think of each other in different ways so like I, I think of you a, a certain way and you, you know, as the person that you are, but then if you go home or if you hang out with different friends and stuff, they, they have a whole nother outlook on you. Um, and like, th- there's something about like, there's this thin line where you can walk, where you appreciate honesty and opinions and criticism from people that you like, you know, and you trust and you, um, respect But then there's also like the people that you have to categorize into like this doesn't really matter. What they're saying doesn't really – shouldn't have such an effect on me. I mean I heard it. I mean I can't unhear what you said or did but I can choose to deal with it. I can like just click, hold, drag, drop it in the freaking <laughs> the recycle bin, and just empty my trash bin, man. Or I can just leave it on the main screen and just focus on it. And even when I'm looking at other things, I, I'll stumble across those thoughts. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's there are th- so many different things, and that's I guess that kind of goes back to what we even started talking about was just the mind in general, man. Because you know, is that your is is that you choosing? Like from you know, taking in certain things, is that you choosing to hold on to like someone saying like, "Dude, man, you know, blah 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 blah," and then you're like, "Oh shit, man, that kind of hurt," you know. <laughs> even if you don't even react that way, right? Yeah. Like in in person in that moment, you might be like, "Oh yeah, whatever," and then you get home and you're like, "Damn, that yeah, but, kind of sucked." But kind of dick when he said. But that. is that like your mind or is that your ego? And I, I mean, what? How do you separate each one? Like, is that Your ego is taking a hit or is it like your mind has like a process of taking like as a survival factor, you know, or survival mechanism in this day and age. It's like, you know, oh, no, somebody doesn't because one thing that I deal with, uh, because I know that we kind of wanted to talk about different things that we struggle with and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you opened up about, uh, you know, the challenge of, you know, Quinn, I have it like smoking and stuff. But like, you know, worrying so much about how, how, um, people feel about you and how they, how they, what they think about you. And, and since we are living in such the, the day and age of, um, constantly presenting ourselves on the web and stuff, how that can be, um, there's like a whole nother persona and a whole nother version of you on the web. So then you have to keep that up for appearances, right? Then right. when you're in public, you got to keep yourself in a in a certain way. Then when you see your family, when you see your friends, and when you go to work. There's all these different versions of you that you have to maintain and they all have to be up to par, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, it's but then scary. it is it can be a little overwhelming and a little intimidating, but I I've had to try to, you know, hush that noise, you know what I'm saying? Cuz like a lot of the time it can just be so loud and it's really hard to um ignore and it can really change the way you look at yourself and just everything around you so i mean it, it's very interesting how the mind works and the ego works because here to, uh here in today's world and and like at least in america it seems like we're very egocentric you know it's it's all about the ego it's really about that part of you than it is about really anything else. And that's really what people care about. That's what really people focus on anyways. But then there's so much out there throughout history. And even today, the people, there are very intelligent, people who like dedicate their lives to thinking about certain topics like this, they tell you like, that's actually kind of hold that's holding you back in a lot of ways. Like it almost would be best to like, try to manage that better instead of that being your only your only drive you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know man it's just it's interesting to me because yeah. like in like certain Buddhist and stuff like that talks they talk about well the ego and you know you need to let go of your ego and and it's like its own little thing because is the ego is that when people think of that is that like when they say oh it's like you got a little man in your head experiencing everything and your body and everything is just the vessel so it's like where those Pacific Rim robots and <laughs> there's, yeah. there's just a a, a, hell of an a version like of it. you inside your head. And You see too Black Mirror, right? Yeah. So like when they're in that head and then they see yeah. like the, through the eyes. I yeah, mean, that shit's wild. Is that your soul? Is that is the ego your soul too? Is it? I think
3: it's all somewhere in there. There's um, gotta be man. It's like kind of like that third eye yeah. area that they you know reference your what is it your pineal gland? Yeah, in your yeah. brain some people think that if there's a soul and a consciousness and like an ego that it would all be somewhere in there yeah and uh, you know I think it's definitely you know uh, interesting to ponder yeah uh, what uh, what causes all that like you know what uh, what makes what makes us tick in a sense like did you really you know How much choice did you have with, you know, with me coming over here to do this podcast when you, when you, if you want to boil it down to, you know, like that in a sense, Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah, I chose to drove over here and, but while I was driving over here, you know, kind of in an autopilot sense, like, you know, you're driving a car, but you're not really paying attention to what you're doing. I was, you know, on the phone texting a little bit and looking up music and, Kind of halfway in a sense, you know, doing something, your brain, this magnificent, you know, organ that it is, it, it, it can do so many fucking things at once. Like, oh, like yeah. I said, like driving over here, I'm driving a car, messing with my phone, having an internal conversation in my head about who, who knows what, I was probably thinking about work or something or... Mm-hmm. Who I could have been thinking about something from when I was five years old <laughs> like your brain it just bounces from one image to the next then back to the next image mm. and back to the next so quick and uh, I don't know it's weird to think like do you have a uh, do we have any control over it like yeah you feel like you have you know you choose what you're going to do on a day to day basis and yeah we might have some choice I think mm. of like you know Oh, I'm going to choose to go to work today or, oh, you know, screw work. I'm going to choose to change jobs. I don't like that place anymore. I'm going to choose what I'm going to eat tonight. But how much of it, even though we have these small little, like, minimal choices of everyday life, Hmm. in the grand scheme of things, like, all these little choices that we make, does it all end up to, you know, like, one point where no matter what we – do throughout life does it all end up to one scenario or the outcomes yeah, it's like it problems? are all no matter if you there could be 10 billion outcomes that we could possibly take you know it's an infinite infinite amount of outcomes that we could take no matter how many you take you can try each one of them no matter each one that you try mm-hmm. they always come back to one point in your life. mm
2: that's interesting. I mean that I guess that depends on what you believe in though. Like yeah. if you believe that that you have a, a destiny, I guess for say, that you have a pre planned outcome that regardless of what you choose and what path you take, those were the ones that you were gonna make anyway. Right. So yeah. even when you think that you're weighing out two options, the option you pick it was already predestined. Yeah but I mean then that kind of goes into like a
3: physics
2: yeah. type thing cause like
3: you know when they're trying to what is it map out like uh I'm probably gonna fuck this all the <laughs> but like when they're trying to map out like electrons in an atom and whatnot, like I, I believe an electron could be it could be at any point like in that atom it it could be in, in, in that space at any given point in time like there's infinite number of spots mm-hmm. it can be in that space at any point in time which is why there's that whole yes we do kind of have a choice in life. There's always that randomness to life that you never really know what could happen. Nothing's predestined. If if we could, you know, specifically pinpoint I guess that electron every time, mm-hmm. then maybe we wouldn't be able. Maybe, you know, there isn't such thing as free will or choice. Like everything might be predestined. But I don't know. I don't know, you know, enough about physics or <laughs> enough about... It's interesting to think about, though.
2: Right? Yeah, I mean, and and I don't think that, um, like, you need to be an expert in those kind of fields to be able to even, like, uh, think about these kind of No, things. I mean, I don't yeah. think
3: really there is an expert on these. I mean, this is all, you know... There's, I'm sure, smarter individuals that have, you know, devoted <laughs> their life to studying shit like yeah. this that might be a little more educated, you know, and on it, but there is no right or wrong I don't think when it comes to this.
2: Man, dude, this this branches off into so many different things. Yeah. One, like when I did that time episode, you know, you have the A theory and you have the B theory, but yeah. the B theory basically I think this I'm probably gonna switch up. Uh, but B theory says that the past, the present and the future are 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 one thing all the time. Right. So whatever happened in the past is still happening, I guess. What's happening now is still happening and what's going to happen has already happened, Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird. So I don't know. So when you (laughs) think about like that, then I guess things are mapped out, right? That things are kind of pre, predetermined and they're, they're already, they've already happened in the grand scheme of things. But then you also have, um, it's kind of, it's kind of
3: gray and, not very fun if you look at it in that sense. Yeah, you know what I, I, mean? I think
2: I think this is a, this is the thing that I'm at right now with it all. I think that it's uh, somewhere in the middle, and by that I mean think about like you just said earlier. You have things that are that we can either through math or just through cause and effect. Mm-hmm. If I drop this ball because of gravity, this ball once it, <clears throat> I release it from my hand is going to hit the ground. Right. So we know that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, if you throw it. I mean, sure, you could break in the math of like, you know, different stuff, but we don't really know where it's going to go. Right. But there's still like, there's, there's some randomness. Mm-hmm. And then there's some things that are odd, like strictly going to happen because I guess if you believe in like universal laws that, yeah. things that apply all around the, the, you know, but we're only getting like the earth version of these laws. The earth. Um, but I guess that makes sense because, when things are when you when you go down to smaller sense, things are more random and chaotic. Then when you get into things that are larger, there's there's more order and structure to it. I think, right? Is that kind of how it goes? Maybe I don't know. Right. It's, well, yeah. like you were saying, I think like so. because um, like you can you can predict certain things, but then yeah. there's always going to be a factor that's random. Right. And I think that's just life, right? You can predict that if you were to live a healthy lifestyle that you'll be on earth for about like a hundred years, but the randomness of like, if you were to die randomly between that zero to a hundred years, that's random. Uh, Wrong place, wrong time kind of thing, you know, but, but you, there are these certain, um, you're going to die, but it's fortunately. Yeah. And that's, but it, it could be random or it could be just, because of that's how the rules are. Like yeah. you can only live to this point. If you're lucky to make it to that point, the outcome's the same. But you could also something could happen in between that. You know, yeah. I, I I guess that's kind of where I fall in with a lot of different things. Is that almost in your life you have things that, especially now, man, that you do have a cause and effect way of looking at things. That I if I keep doing A, B, and C, I'll go down this road. It may not be exactly that, but this is what should happen if doing this. If you keep going to the gym and you keep eating good, right? This is something positive. More than likely (laughs) – now, there's a lot of different factors, but you're going to get some kind of result, right? Oh, that, yeah, you're
3: gonna be healthier than somebody that smokes cigarettes and drinks alcohol <laughs> and eats McDonald's four days out of the week.
2: Right. So, uh, so there's so
3: your odds of living longer are higher, but there's still that random fact of yeah, you know, don't know what the fuck's going on. And yeah, you could get wiped out by some idiot driving a bus, or yeah, or you could get shot for no reason, or yeah, they say it's all random. You get killed in a hurricane, or.
2: Well, you we can die of old age. So, do you believe in destiny, though? Is that something that you live by? Because I've heard different things from different people. Because, like, this is an example. People always say that uh, things happen for a reason, and yeah. that th- this was going to happen because re- it was supposed to happen. But is that just hindsight is twenty twenty? So, it's easier to connect the dots when you look back. But I mean, if things were going to happen and they happen for a reason. Then couldn't you use those examples to predict then what's going to happen next and you know or or not only just that but like I said like is it destiny that like you s- things are going to happen a certain way because well either they were supposed to or they already happened this way is that where where do you kind of feel on that I feel
3: that it's all random yeah I really do yeah I hope it is at least it fit. In my opinion, if if it wasn't, it's kind of bleak and kind of gloomy and like not very fun. Like in what sense? Like in the sense if if things are kind of predestined, or if like you, if you have like a, um, like a destiny that you think like you're supposed to be somewhere in life, or like you're supposed to be doing this well off by this point in your life, mm-hmm. or or, uh, I don't know, this is a bunch of examples, but I don't know, I just feel, um, it's kind of, if if, if it, without the randomness to life, it gets a little boring, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's just, uh, the same everyday grind of, if nothing random happened, it would just be okay. You got up, went to work, did whatever, mm. you know, hung out with friends, saw your parents, if you have a wife, you know, see your wife, kids, the whole nine yards, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Things would get too repetitive. Yeah, we get too repetitive and too bleak in a sense. Like I don't know, it just wouldn't be like I enjoy. Even though some people say may say you know they hate, you know when those curveballs get thrown at them, or or like when they have a shitty day at work or when something doesn't go their way but i almost feel like that's almost what it's like to be alive mm-hmm. you know when something goes wrong that remind, that kind of like when everything's just going fine and dandy and like there's no speed bumps or like anything you run over you just kind of go on that cruise control and you're just kind of coasting through life and like not really living it in a sense mm-hmm. but uh I don't know, when something gets thrown in there, good or bad. You know, there's there's good random things that can happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's not always bad. But I feel like that's kind of what, you know, reminds you of what being alive is all about. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Something uh, like that.
2: So, yeah. So, so, I guess when... If you don't believe in destiny... Yeah. So, I guess what I'm getting at is like... Do you believe then that everything is so random that life is random and that there's really no other purpose than to just be alive? I guess because I guess destiny is more of a personal thing, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think I destiny guess, is more of like I don't know. What would you? How would you say? Like, what would you describe? destiny as I don't know like when
2: you think about it like when people go I was destined to do this it's my destiny that this happens and it's happening because it's like it's basically
3: like another way of saying like a life goal of
2: theirs yeah sense, right basically. so are we confusing like or are they really the same thing so when you conf- when you say destiny are you saying it's my purpose to do this yeah,
3: yeah like you say when somebody says it's their destiny it's like they were almost born to do it like they were they were not going to do anything else with their life
2: and is it everybody is anybody else saying that or is it just that individual right i would like say, i've heard people say it before i hear it you hear it a lot with like
3: I don't know athletes. I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. You hear people say that they were destined to do this, or, or maybe, like, actors or actresses. You yeah. hear them say that they were destined for that role. But I don't know. That feels. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Because
2: then it's like I guess. Because dude, this gets deep. We're going yeah. down the rabbit hole, <laughs> but I dig this. Because, yeah. Um, and I'll try to hit on different things as we as we talk, but. To say that you're destined for something is either you making it up or you thinking that somebody, a higher power or something else has made – moved the chessboard for you to get to a certain yeah, space, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I think. Like you say, a higher power, whatever yeah, that this
3: higher was my power destiny. is, they, they, they pushed you – not even pushed you, but they kind of placed you where you thought you should be in
2: life. And I guess that goes back and to... I mean,
3: some of the people, like, they, you know, I'm sure they worked hard to get there. And yeah, spent a lot of time for it. But maybe they felt like they wouldn't have got there without that higher power of whatever it is that they believed in. But, uh
2: Um yeah, I kind of like that analogy about it. Because, um, like, when people win awards, what do they say? They're like, oh, I'd like to thank God. And we're, I'm not bashing on anybody religious or whatever you believe, sir. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... They probably thought, Oh, I was destined to win this award.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kinda in a lot
2: of people say that like when they win awards and shit, like,
3: oh I was destined to win this. Yeah. People say that a lot now that I think yeah. about it. I feel like
2: Well and that's what I'm saying, like is it Do you do they,
3: believe in destiny?
2: Like um, do you have a destiny? Like I don't even
3: I don't think I have a destiny. I don't know of anything that I'm at this point destined to do.
2: I'll tell you, man, I'll tell you what I feel. Um I don't know. It's tricky, but like on the episode I recorded earlier, and I didn't, I didn't post or do anything with it. Um, you scrapped it. Yeah, I put it in the vault for right now. I might, yeah. I might get back to it. But I, I, figured with us recording, we were gonna touch on stuff right now, and we are right now. So yeah. I, I, I'm kind of yeah, glad. Yeah. I, um, but when it comes to things like that, man, when you're talking about destiny, I don't know if I, sometimes it's a good motivator. How about that? Like to convince yourself that you have committed to a certain goal in life, like you said, or uh, uh, you give yourself purpose and, and now you won't take anything else. So now it's like, it's destiny. This is like what I'm supposed to do. And then you start looking at how everything lines up and you go, well, like you said, like people like actors or actresses that go, I was destined to play that part. Well. They probably look in the mirror and they go, "I look just like that person. I sound just like that person. I can, yeah, I can yeah, yeah. copy and reenact like that individual. I must have been destined to play this part. Nobody else but me, was supposed to do this. So I guess like that's why I'm saying like destiny is more of a personal thing. That I don't really think that other people go. It was his destiny, man. He was he was gonna do, it. you yeah, know.
3: Destiny and fate. I guess like they're kind of tied."
2: But then that goes into free will, man. So yeah. if if you have a destiny, do you have choices? Because then you're destined to I don't do th- something. If you believe
3: in destiny, I don't think you
2: believe in free will. I don't think unless so. unless free will, there's wiggle room, right? So yeah. then this play with the idea that you there uh, most of the time the little things in life are up to you. But then every now and then you have checkpoints mm-hmm. where it's like okay. This is either something right. that you led up to or it's like you said a curveball or something random that swings in and it's like all right things can't go back to the way they were but how you go from here is either a b or c you know choose your fate you know it's like one of those like those books it was like choose your own adventure you know if you choose this go to page twenty
3: six this the shit back in the day
2: so you know i I watched a couple videos recently and one of the things was talking about um, us as humans, right? Yeah. Back in the day, and you've heard Rogan talk about stuff like this, is that we were hunter-gatherers, man. Like, our purpose and destiny and stuff like that was more of, like, to survive. Oh, yeah. At that
3: point in time, you know, it's, yeah, they're following the, whatever herd they're following. Yeah. That's their survival. That's their meat. That's their clothing. That's their warmth. That's, they followed it. Till it was and they knew how to hunt it to where they wouldn't hunt it extinct because mm-hmm. you know if you hunt it extinct well then you got to find something else to hunt so they knew how to live with the animals mm-hmm. and hunt them enough to live off of them and then follow the path like, how crazy is that
2: it's pretty wild man because yeah. when you when you pretty spend
3: sophisticated
2: when you spend enough time thinking about that and how it you know they just over trial and error dude they came across that and then they solved certain problems that we definitely don't have to deal with today but i I guess it was just like that but that was their purpose your purpose is to survive you do whatever it takes to survive and now look at today's world yeah at that point in time they probably weren't the
3: highest mammal in the food chain Mm mm-hmm yeah, and, and... At that point, maybe uh, maybe we were starting to get... At that point, we were starting to become the highest uh, mammal on the food chain. Yeah.
2: Well, especially our use of tools and different yeah, other things. Yeah, because that's foods.
3: when it started. When When we could start using tools, that's yeah. what put us at the top of the food chain. Which, I guess, goes back to like the development of the brain. Like, when our brain doubled in size, way... You know, I think it took, like, millions of years, but... At some point, it did. It went from, you know, probably... I forget how small it was, but it doubled in size. And people think, you know, there's several theories on it. Mm-hmm. you got the stone date theory. <laughs> and then you got got... Uh, which is basically they're picking up poop and eating magic mushrooms. And some people think that led to the brain doubling in size. Some people think when they learn to use fire, that the cooking of meat having that, uh, all that, uh, good protein and whatnot going yep. to the brain, helping the brain, you know, double in size that way. I don't know. There's theories on it, but, uh, um, not
2: to get you off your Mm-mm. topic. Nah, man, you're good. Yeah. But, uh, but like, I guess since all that happened though, right. That, because that's, that's something you got to address is that humans today, as we were born into and that we have the uh, privilege to be was is is not the humans that were, you know, starting no, out. No, definitely know? not. Like you say, back then, all they had to worry about was surviving. Yeah. It's
3: like really the last thing on our minds today. Like, we don't wake up and be like, oh my God, if I don't find something to kill today, I might starve
2: to death. Or if I don't find fresh water today... Yeah, might die of thirst. But like, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you connect that to now, like okay, so then what's our purpose? And that's why I think that it's 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 interesting because I mean, especially us, man, growing up in the Bible bone stuff. And if you have religious yeah. beliefs, there's like that's what kind of gives you a purpose. You you feel like you were put here for a reason. So then that goes back to destiny. If you're put here for a reason, then when that reason to be uh, to live out. And, uh, reach your destiny right but then it goes back to like so then you were put here for a reason mm-hmm. so then you have a certain um, responsibility to carry out while you live here on earth so then that means that you're supposed to do certain things so that also means the choices you make are supposed to reflect that but, but where I'm kind of at now man is like I think that you create your purpose now. And I think that that's hard for us now because we came from, you know, that caveman mentality of, all right, I need to – my purpose is to survive and make sure those in my tribe or around me survive, blah, blah, blah. then even like this – fast forward some. So we've kind of lost our purpose. We've lost sense. our, yeah. That's what you're saying. It's and like then a species it, in a way. Exactly, dude. And not only that, you, well, not what even. Do you, what do you think it would take for us to kind of regain that? Um. um we'll, well, think about like this. Uh, rewind the clock's a hundred years. Yeah. Okay, we're in like the early 1900s, 1800s. Mm-hmm. The problems that they had to deal with. That we don't have to deal with anymore because of things like technology. Like when the caveman decided, well, I don't know how it was, but you know, came across fire, came across tools, and came across weapons and things. You solved certain problems. Now, now you don't have to worry about that anymore. So what do you worry about? Well, you got something else. There's always something, there's always something to improve and right. s- another way to do things. But, um, so I guess what I'm getting at is that people, walk that thin line of I have a destiny I have a purpose it was like God given I was put here on earth to do task A and task B and then you also have people who have dedicated their lives throughout history to do certain things that we don't even have to deal with anymore and now that we have so much free time honestly that there's so many things that we don't have to worry about anymore. Like, if you want to watch a television show, dude, you could watch 14. You could watch whole uh, series in a day. If you want oh, a pizza, yeah. hey, dude, call. Or do it on the app, and then it'll be here in an hour. You know? <laughs>
3: yeah, everything on the app now.
2: So it's like now people are just kind of like, well, what do, what do we do? What do we do now when you reach this point? And one of the cool things I, I came across today... And in the past was that that we are we were born too late to explore the Earth, all right? This is a deep ass quote. And then, but we are born too early to explore the stars. So if that's true, which I believe, and I think you do, right? So sad. Then we are in this it mid. Breaks my heart. We're in this mid period, though, right? So what what do you what do you explore when you can't uh, explore the planet you live on and you don't have the technology to go onto your own solar system? Or we don't even like as a species have the
3: desire for real to like I mean you have certain individuals that had the desire to go out into space still with, you know, Elon Musk and mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos and a few others that are kind of privatizing the space market now. But we've kind of lost that initial fire that we had when we were, you know, battling with the Russians when it was you know, a lot of people are growing up when we were in the space race, it, they were looking up to the stars, you know, everybody was looking up, and now it's almost like we've completely lost track of that, like nobody looks up anymore, like, you know, we've we've lost, I don't know, we've just lost our mentality as a species, I feel like, whereas... worry about too much petty shit here on our planet yeah bickering about dumb stuff that doesn't really matter when we should be collectively you know all trying to that's the next goal is to become a interplanetary species yeah i guess like that's i feel like we we need that drive of like where we gotta have like a unified species in a sense. Like,
2: but, but what, what, see, like we were talking about it's earlier. It's kind of like
3: a destiny thing for everybody.
2: Um, I don't know. Well, think about it like this. It, it, I guess, like with uh, our personal experiences yeah. and, and different things, like we were talking about, like, does it take a, a a bad event or a negative thing to make, you know, how can you come to that conclusion? on your own, especially now where everybody has different beliefs, everybody has a different way of like what you should do here while you're on Earth, right? Yeah. And and now that's more clear than ever with the internet. And and now we have so it's a, a very dangerous time because it's so easy to fall into distraction. It's so easy to waste a lot of this time on petty useless bullshit but you're seeing that a lot of people do you know mm. go to comment sections go to internet <laughs> trolls right I mean those people yeah. are literally spending their time bickering with others that's what they find keyboard uh, warriors oh dude it's fucking it's, <laughs> un- it's outrageous <laughs> there's they're, they're something else but that's what I'm saying I guess it's like people of here's the thing you, you think
3: know, those people were destined they,
2: Do they feel like they were destined to be Internet trolls, maybe to they feel like like some of them probably do, or like to get their point across, yeah, Uh, or that they're destined to be right and never wrong. Yeah, that's probably
3: what it is. Is they feel like they're all they're destined to be right about everything.
2: I think one of the things, dude, is that we need to like be really uh, open and clear about is that things are different, and yet we've been growing up into it, so it's it's almost like we don't know any different. But when you start looking back at history and stuff and you start realizing that like things like religion, you know, no matter what your beliefs are, they've always – it's always been there to kind of go, hey, do right and do not do wrong. You're – you know, you do right, these good things will happen. You do wrong, these things will happen. Right. Uh, and and then what, the way you get your news. Everything was just like mainstream. Now everybody has different ways to get that, are exposed to – so many different beliefs. Uh, so much information is at their fingertips. So it it's like, well, where do we go when everybody's on a different page? Like, how are we supposed to get to what you were saying, like, where everybody's like, yo, all right. Yes, we all live on different parts of land on this planet. Yes, we all have different origins. Yes, some of us look different from each other based off of skin tone and stuff like that. Speak different languages. Uh, you know, have different... Um, uh, Routines or not routines, what's a um, traditions, uh, traditions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do we get from that to we're all human and we all live on earth, and uh, you know, no matter what, you, you know, you're you're human, and and like we were talking about, connection to everything,
3: yeah.
2: Your body's made up of so many different parts, right? Right, and um it's like easy to just kind of look at everybody and just go well you're what's on the outside and you're what comes out and from your mouth is like is your words and then like your actions but it's like looking at a house and going well that's just a house well do you even think about what's in that house you know like there's so much more into that so Mm
3: -hmm.
2: there's a lot of stuff that separates us in a way or they i guess you could i wouldn't say separate but that we could start dividing everybody up. Okay, now if you have big left ears and small right ears standing this line, <laughs> you know, you got brown hair standing this, you know, we could do that all day. I mean, yeah. and you would have almost too many uh, groups to count. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it's more about finding how we are alike. And I think that that actually might outweigh, not, it may not outnumber, but it outweighs yeah. what, um,
3: I don't think we'll see anything, you know, as like a unified species in our lifetime. You don't think so? No. I don't think so. I think There's that- too much chaos still in the world. There's too much of the old ways.
2: But is that what I'm saying? Like, um, are we at that transition period then?
3: I think we're getting close to it. Um, I think it could change soon. I mean, just think about how here in America, how different we treat racism just in the last 10 years. Yeah. Just think about it. Like, when we were in high school, you still had, I guess you would classify it kind of as, like, closet racism. Yeah. Like, you still had, I mean, you could sit, you could sit in the lunchroom, or not the lunchroom, let's say, like, when everybody had to, like, if you had to get everybody in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the high school in the gym. You would still see... You know people group up you would people would naturally group up by
2: the tones of their the, the skin color, yeah yeah, and uh and just different different like hey, me and you link up and we think this way, yeah, stuff like that, yeah, and uh but nowadays, like
3: I don't know that may not have been the best analogy, but I guess what I was gonna say is like with, like, I don't know if it has to deal with, like, uh, maybe iPhones and the fact that everybody's got, like, a recorder in their pocket now. But I feel like the sly shit, the, the like, sly racist comments that people used to say mm-hmm. that, you know, would just piss one person off. And, you know, they didn't have anything to, like, have proof that he said it. Other than, mm-hmm. you know, they'd go back and tell their friends, word of hey. Mouth. Right, yeah. word of mouth. Now, with the fact that everybody's got recording device in their pocket... It's a lot easier for um it to get put out there, and it seems like at least nowadays people are having I think the correct reaction about it, you know that there there should be no tolerance at all for racism, yeah. like it's so it's so petty to just judge somebody by the way they look or just that first appearance mm. just because the judging the book by its cover yeah. you not know, only we've that we've all heard
2: it since we were little kids but like generalizing
3: yeah just generalizing by go. not even having spoken a word to the person yeah
2: I mean it's and it goes to really anybody yeah. they look at me some people probably look at me with my beard sometimes and go that dude must be homeless as fuck yeah. bro yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know or they'll look at you and be like he must be like a hippie dude yeah His that hair's hippie motherfucker he must hippie. Be, you know Stuff like that, yeah. you know? It's just like it yeah. happens because that's what we uh, we do, like even without wanting to do... The only way, because you know? see, the reason
3: it's kind of breaking away with our generation a little bit, yeah. but you still have like, you know, our parents grew up in the civil rights kind of era. Yeah. So and our was, grandparents. Right, yeah. and our grandparents. So that's that's still kind of deep entrenched. That's not and, too long no, ago. That's just, you know, 40 yeah. years, 30, 40 years ago. So, um... But I think we have the ability to change the way we raise Especially our children, and yeah. the way I think that we could possibly start start the process of maybe unifying the world. I think
2: you're right, dude. but
3: I, I would hope you know I would hope for it. I think it's it's the the only thing that's going to hinder it is going to be the root of all evil, money. Yeah, that's gonna in what be. The, way? I don't know. There's just always money. Always gets in the way of everything. Just to think. I mean, I know this is like super utopia, like living in a world without money. But fuck, man, money just money corrupts everything, ruins everything. And when you boil it down, like is good and like is great is having like the free will to vote and democracy and all that is just think how terrible our politicians and shit are with how corrupt it is oh yeah like the simplest thing like politics like something that should not be corrupt is probably the most corrupt thing in the world yeah it's definitely aggravating man it's so aggravating
2: it, it, I've got, it, is. it
3: agitates me more and more the older I've gotten. Yeah, it really has. You think like, that's it just pisses me off. Is that something from getting older, or is maybe because I used to not? I mean, not a lot of people when they're younger
2: care about politics. Pay attention to it as, as much.
3: Right, but I think you know when you get older, you realize you know well this is like your only way to voice your opinion. Mm-hmm. And God damn, it sucks when you know, especially like when you had the whole uh, them trying to. What was it they were trying to do with the internet? The net neutrality bullshit? Yeah. They're
2: trying to... Like, Basically censor. censor. the
3: internet or whatever. And they're still trying to do it. I'm pretty sure. But, like, you just see, like, on Reddit, they had this big, like, post that they had where they posted every politician from every state how much money they took from, like, the big cable companies. You know, you'd have some that were taking, like, half a mil... And then you'd look and see it. This one bozo took like $10,000. You're like, this asshole was low down and dirty enough to sell his state away to the cable company for $10,000. Today would, they bought his vote for $10,000. And like shit like that. Like you look at that and you're just like,
2: man, it infuriates me. Used to not, I used to not care about it. For some reason, I did just drives me up the wall. I think it's because once you get older, man, you start realizing yeah. how much of their decisions and choices affect your life. Yeah. And uh, when you're young, you're under your parents' household, so yeah. it's kind of like a different vibe. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a, that's a weird case, man. I think that there's a lot of change that could have happened or should happen or, or, or would happen yeah. if everything was a little bit different. And Would you – not to cut you no, off. No, no,
3: you're straight. In this kind of – I don't know, I didn't really want to talk about politics we kind of wound up here but we'll yeah, go with it yeah, um, yeah. would you be president if you if you had the option to be president to be president would you
2: No, nah, um. I'll tell you this man I was talking about it with somebody today even
3: like okay I know like the president is kind of like just a showpiece in a sense like you gotta have congress and all yeah. this shit to like do stuff regardless of congress like if you could be the president and actually like implement some changes. Yeah, yeah. Like, would you want to do it?
2: Um Yeah and no. I mean obviously there's a ton of stress that comes with that. There's a ton of pressure.
3: Yeah. The pressure Uh, of the military would be the one reason why I wouldn't want
2: to do it. I think that's the biggest But there's
3: like so many things that I look at now and I would just be like, God, like why can't we just do this different? Or why don't we do this different? Yeah fuck, man, look at Colorado, like, making a billion dollars in taxes just from marijuana. Yeah.
2: we still throwing people in jail left
3: and right for it.
2: Exactly. And now that's getting even weirder now because yeah. now you have, like, states have different vibes. Yeah. So it's different counties within those states now have different different uh, attitudes towards it.
3: heard some people think that Trump might be, he might be saving that as his... Big running for next year's really? election. Oh, yeah, gosh. that he might legalize it is what the I've heard some people rumoring. But
2: but see that's the thing that I'm talking about.
3: That he man. would that he would legalize it at a federal level.
2: These uh, politicians are really, if you think about it, like you're saying, money, greed, stuff like yeah, that Yes,
3: money is what money is what got me on politicians. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, fuck, dude, money's terrible. The way that people benefit off of things. Yeah. The reason why things don't change is because somebody's benefiting off of yep. the way things are. Um, it's and- basically,
3: I think there needs to be... Democracy, yeah, it's great and all. And I know it's terrible to say you should get rid of something without having something to replace it. Right, right. <laughs> but, dude, I think it's about time for democracy to go. Like, or We've get- been doing it for like... or. Like you say, maybe readjust it. Like, look at
2: refreshing it. It's got to be updated for sure. Yeah, we've
3: been doing this shit for 250-something
2: years now. It needs to reflect the the state of the world. Right. Like, a lot of those
3: original laws and the Constitution and whatnot and the Bill of Rights, like, that shit was written for when... You know, Back
2: in what, the 1700s? Yeah, back in the
3: late 1700s, <laughs> early 1800s. Like, a lot of that shit was written for then. And, like, we're living in, you know, 2018. Like, some of that shit needs to be... The whole world is connected. Yeah, some of that shit needs to be more updated. And, I don't know, just, like... It seems like... Have you ever noticed, like, the way we vote? It seems like they still try to make it so hard to vote. Like... Yeah. Almost like they're trying, in a sly way to keep people from showing up. Like, it's 2018. How can we all not fucking vote off of a computer, off, mm. or, off of your phone? I understand, you know, you got to have, you know, kind of it's like a facial ID thing. But every everybody that has a phone in this world, it's got a camera on it now. Mm-hmm. can't make me believe that they don't have some type of software that can, you know, look at your face and be like, yes, this is Shane Owens. And then, bam, you can cast a vote because i feel like the way they try to do it now and even when you like go in these polling places to vote the sheets they give you they make them so complicated and hard to read and you're just like not sure sometimes what you're filling out and i feel like it's just this big scam
2: almost It's like a conspiracy it, yeah i guess <laughs> I, I i i don't know i mean it's kind of some people would call it a conspiracy but yeah. i i feel like for every ninety, like I watched a show called uh, Welcome to NHK. I'll tell you about it after we get yeah. recording. But uh, basically, one of the things was they believe in a lot of conspiracies, and it says like for every ninety nine percent of conspiracies that aren't true, there's always that one percent that is. Yeah. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I think you I think you have something there, man. Honestly, because think about it like this with the internet, things have changed so dramatically as far as influences as far as uh, information news uh communication exchanging of ideas there's so much that because of the internet that me and you at least can vouch for that we've been exposed to new ideas that we probably wouldn't have came across unless we had this podcast the, we're doing right yeah. now came if we didn't have the internet we may not have yeah. fucking And and this. some of the stuff that like Rogan and them talked yeah. about we would have never gotten across yeah. uh You know, so they, anything that threatens the status quo. Yeah, it's still, the internet's still like the wild, wild west in a sense. Exactly. And it's our responsibility to keep it that way. Keep it that way. I mean, sure, there's certain things that you need to, like, you know, but I think that's like a general concession that we can do. But, um,. But yeah, no, I feel you, man. I well to go back to your other thing. I probably wouldn't. The only cool thing about being a president, I think, and I don't even know if this happens, but you would get all this information. They, You'd get all the secrets yeah, of the world. I think that they yeah, freaking that
3: would be kind of cool. Are aliens real? That be
2: I'm sure is that everybody's first question.
3: No. That know. yours. I'd, Take me to Area
2: 51. I, it would be so it'd be pretty. Pretty close to that. <laughs> I think that they, they they you know within that first couple of weeks they go it's time. And then you like pull a book off the bookshelf and the door, like a door opens and you go into this room and there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of men in suits and they're just like, play this slideshow for you. (laughs) They're like, yeah, this is true. Yeah, this happened. No, this is how it really happened. Uh, The information part would be cool. And that's why I always think about when you're a president, like no matter what you thought before you went into office, if you got exposed to like the truth of some things, wouldn't that change things to you? Like, wouldn't you be a different person? Mm,
3: if... I'm sure with, you know... Some of the things they learn... I'm sure it would change them forever. If if, if shit, like, you know...
2: If there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get out. If there's a lot out,
3: of crazy shit that, like, you know... If... We actually have like if we're like keeping aliens hostage or something.
2: Yeah, or, yeah, Different, or just or, knowledge of or, alien right. life. Right, right.
3: Yeah, like to have the one hundred percent. Yes, like yeah. they are out there. Like finally learning that, and I'm sure you probably learn about some other fucked up shit that America's done. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure or just all around find, the world. Too. Yeah, I'm sure you probably find out about the truth of like the JFK thing and yeah. other stuff and. And there's other secrets that I'm sure you learn. And I'm, I'm sure if it's all true, of course, I mean, you know, none of the other presidents have come out and said that this stuff's true. I'm sure, like, once you learn it, you can't come out and say it or they'll probably, you know, well, take I your ass out.
2: Is it is this true? But didn't, like, if – with our current president, I heard that uh, – he didn't really get anything like that, probably, because that, he was all kind of weird about the him and the FBI, him and the intelligence agencies. You, Do you know think that
3: they th- probably didn't tell him, because if they did,
2: he-, he immediately would
3: have went to Twitter.
2: <laughs> Aliens are real. I'm taking you
3: out to the secret hangout now. Why, why are you guys focus on me? Check back in in 20 minutes for live updates. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, I'm going to be posting pictures to my second Twitter account.
2: Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, I think if that-,
3: that shit was true, dude, it would have been... Maybe that's maybe maybe we haven't found aliens yet. Because if it's true, and they told Trump, we would know about it. I we mean, would, honestly, the way that motherfucker uses Twitter, we yeah. would know about it for sure.
2: I I, I also heard this dude like to kind of go back to something you were <laughs> saying earlier. Uh, there's a J. Cole song where he talks. I think he's talking about he met Obama. And he, he went up to him and he's like, dude, like, why aren't you changing certain things? And he's like, man, you understand, like, politics. I mean, things move so slow and you yeah. think that presidents have this all-willing power. Well, then they would be a dictator. And that's why we have yeah. Yeah. checks and balances that yeah, we do. It's more of just a showpiece. Yeah, yeah, like a mascot for the yeah, nation. Yeah, basically. It's like a yeah,
3: popularity contest in exactly. high school, like the class president.
2: And uh, so I guess, like... I don't know if you would have that much control. Yeah, more it comes
3: down to Congress and whatnot. I think as
2: a kid, you're taught that the president is. Yeah, like like you always think that.
3: Yeah, the president, he's got the final say, so he can kind of do what he wants. But when it boils down to it, like, yeah, he can. Like, what? It took Obama eight years to get Obamacare through, and that was like one of the first things he ran on.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it took him so, basically all the way. So if he of, had all and, the power, he could have day one. Why, that. Yeah, he could have yeah. day one. That's. So. I mean, I think that's things that.
3: And I mean, that goes back to Trump's wall. He ran on the wall, and I'd be highly surprised if we ever see anything about that fucking wall. Yeah,
2: me too. Which I hope we don't. A- I don't know, man. It, you never know. Sometimes it feels like the things that you least expect are the things that actually are going to happen. Yeah, if
3: they. D- <laughs> If they somehow did push it through and start it, they'd never finish it because the next president that comes in is just gonna.
2: But see, that's another thing, dude. I mean, and we're not gonna get—we're not—it's—it's political, and but it's not because look at it like this: when we're talking about change and stuff with the the current system, yeah. No matter what side you you align with, either way, if you have if if you go into office, Shane, yeah, and and you do for four years, you right. come up with all these things, and then I like don't agree with any of it, and I come in the next four years, I'm gonna immediately ripping all that shit apart. Like all that shit, he Obama spent eight years trying
3: to put Obamacare in, got it in first year. Then Trump, they took it out. Yeah, no more Obamacare. But, but see, that's all where
2: that I, work that he went in to do it. How do you progress? Yeah if you are always taking steps forward and backwards, yeah. regardless of where you believe if it's right or wrong. Yep. One step forward, two steps back. That's yeah. Where, I don't know. It's weird. Like our politics are like Alabama versus Auburn, bro. It really is. Cause I mean, you've heard probably some Alabama fans that were like, you know, they will swear up and down certain things where you're like, no dude, I'm serious. Like, that's that and you're they're like no 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 roll tide till the death of me like <laughs> it becomes more of like you will say anything uh that's for your team and deny anything that's against your team and that's where it's become yeah a team
3: the,
2: little thing now yeah, you know
3: party system you know they no matter instead of people voting on the issues that they have or believe yeah they vote with just that one party
2: and there's another thing dude to connect back to your whole uh Oh, um, shit. We're going dark, ladies and gentlemen. You. Uh, Talking about um, voting, like, being more uh, accessible. Yeah. I think that's where they're afraid of. It's like, because if we all really, truly had the ability to make our voice heard and vote on certain things, and, you know, they wouldn't be able to, like, like you said, kind of like in a way they deter you from doing those certain things and they want you to, or certain groups and certain people to vote, but they don't mm-hmm. want this group and they want you to vote if you feel this way. But if you feel this way, they're going to, eh, you know, they don't want to see. It's just like, because they lose control. The things like with the internet, they lost control. That's why there's, I mean, just looking at the way things have been since 2016 and during that year, the, the so many people standing up for different things right and wrong but yeah. you're just seeing that it's because they've been able to tap into that stuff it's not like just going to uh, the, uh, the library or reading different books now you can just kind of watch a YouTube video on certain things and then sure you're not going to become an expert but right. you may have never known about certain things unless we had the ability to take in information at such a speed but then it's like we're talking about the mind, bro. I know we've been going everywhere, but it's fun. It's um, super fun. Is it kind of fucking us up, having that ability to multitask so much that it's making us uh, really bad at focusing on one thing at a time? Like when you're saying you were driving, like it's it, it works out where I mean you got here safe, everything worked right, out, right? And you were able to do multiple things at one time, but whenever we you know try to focus on one thing you find that your mind is like not satisfied with just one thing like for instance like smoking right when i would dip uh i i would do it and do something else and then when i took dip away and i was just doing that other thing so i was just like watching a show or playing a video game
3: yeah
2: i felt like i was missing something like yeah, i needed to be m- doing more than that yeah <laughs> but it's like your brain gets a like used to and addicted it's like basically what i'm thinking of is that your brain is in the gym and every time you multitask you're putting another 45 pound weight on that bar (laughs) and then so you're like (laughs) oh getting these gains and then when you when you focus on one thing you have just one on each side and you're like what is this i can do this all day i need more i need more so is it it's a is it a really a good thing that we Multitask so often because like think about it, when you jump on your phone, dude. Yeah. It's like ding, you 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 press one app and then you scan through it. You, you're reading everything and then you close it and then you go next one. And all all while at the same time, you're probably got a show on in the background. You you're doing this over here. There's like multiple things always going on. You it know. It's
3: very very rare that I'm just
2: doing one one thing, thing
3: at one time. That's why like even us sitting here talking right now, like, yeah, we're just sitting here talking, yeah. but our minds are also like, you have to tell your mind to shut up sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and I have to solely try to focus on listening to you. Cause if not, my brain will just start <laughs> kind of wandering and thinking about, I don't know, you know, why it thinks about the things that it thinks about, but it does. Yeah. And I have yeah. to tell myself to shut up and listen to you. Cause if not, then like you say, you'll catch yourself doing, way more than what you should be doing.
2: Right. And well, and like, focusing
3: on the task at hand. Like how often, I very
2: rarely focus on the task that's sitting right in front of me. Exactly. It's
3: a hard thing to do.
2: It's, a, it's something, and it's also like when it comes to me, uh, when it comes to getting stuff done, it's like, yo, I don't want to run out into town to do one thing. Right, Give me right, multiple right. things so I can knock out yeah, multiple things at once.
3: Yeah. I fucking hate Doing that yeah so it's a,
2: it's like two birds one stone yep. it's like yo let me get the most done for just like that little amount of time and uh but then it's like we're doing a lot of stuff that used to take dedicated time and we would do them in segments and now we're just all at one time taking it in and then we're like bored it's like oh well i've already checked all my social media caught up on all this read this did this played that and uh yeah okay it, it, you know I don't know I, in some <laughs> ways it's really cool yeah. uh, it's it's interesting like you were saying like driving and um, it's weird how your brain can automatically just do some things without you really like in the driver's seat of your brain it feels like uh, yeah but then again it's like how do you what's turning that on and what's turning that off and are, are we really ever turning that part of our brain off because i don't think we ever are no and you can see it like when i hang out with certain people i wouldn't say like you for instance but Mm. uh you just feel like they're always needing some kind of um i wouldn't say uh substance what is it stimulation i guess of some sort like they're
3: yeah just like sitting just like you and them talking isn't enough to occupy their mind yeah they have to be have a visual like something on their phone yeah. or a TV or like other people around maybe like at a ball game or something like it's hard to you just don't like I guess that's why a lot of people you know don't talk on the phone as much as they yeah, used to because you
2: can text
3: and do other things yeah right? other, that was the whole I think point of you know texting becoming big was for you to be able to multitask basically do other things and kind of have a conversation with somebody at the same time
2: because people don't really think about that when they think about their phones, but like I think about some of the times where I have so many things going on. Like for instance, like I'll have music playing. Right. So that's one thing. Got yeah. music going, but I, I, I like minimize that app and then I open something else. And then I minimize that and I have that in the background. So you have all these different things going on in the background and your focus is really being spliced up every time you you know, open up something else.
3: And how much are you really retaining when, you, when you're when oh, you doing all that at once? Because exactly. there'll be times like where I'll be trying to, you know, watch something or it be my main focus. And, you know, I may get distracted with a phone call. And at the same time, you know, I may be folding up some laundry. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're like, well, shit, I don't, you know, what was I, what was I originally doing like you're you're in the middle of doing four things at once and you can't remember what you solely started on and you're like oh yeah i was watching the show and then you look at the show and you're like well fuck i don't remember what i was what happened yeah. for the last 10 minutes now let me go back and rewatch it instead of you know just sitting down and hey i'm gonna watch the show and then when i get done hey i'm gonna do my laundry knock that out and then you know take a phone call instead yeah. of trying to do all three at once and you know you may Put two different socks together And you know You may be talking to your mom And all of a sudden You think you're talking to somebody else And say something stupid (laughs) And you're not paying attention to show All because you're trying to do too much At one time At one time
2: And it's weird because it makes us You tell If you tell anybody else that They think that it's because you have um, You're like on a deadline Yeah Most of the time we just do it Because it's either habit now Or it's just like Hey why not Mm -hmm. Um, But it's that's my thing now I guess is that like,
3: yeah even when we used to go to
2: school like
3: you know you would always multitask when you're doing your school yeah like, people would always have something going on in the background
2: or you know be doing something else at the same time but now that's evolved into yeah. like a whole nother beefs man yeah and like you notice it like you said when you when, whenever you're doing – like for instance, like something that I can kind of relate to is like, all right, when I play video games, dude, when you play video games, especially like competitive online stuff like that, whatever, um, or any game really, most of the time that's a bunch of stuff. Your brain is like firing in all cylinders, man. so yeah, it's trying to take in a lot of information. Exactly, once. and then certain things are reacting and choices <laughs> are being made. and um, But then like if I get into a party – like, I almost feel like if I had 100% bar focused on that game, cut it back down to 50. And then if I, you know, got my phone here, if I got music going on or something, every time I add something else into that equation, everything gets smaller and smaller yeah, it attention. Yeah, gets
3: pieced out more and more to where you got, you know... 30 percent of your focus or 20 percent of yeah. your focus on four things instead of 100 percent of your focus on one thing
2: and i think that can apply not only just like to daily life and stuff but i think that can also oh um things in life like yeah when you're focusing on one yeah. thing like like you were talking about earlier and like something that i do as well it's like you got to focus on one thing at a time because if you if you're trying to yeah, yeah. change everything all yeah. overnight you're dude. gonna overwhelm yeah. the shit out Hell of yourself yeah.
3: yeah I think we were talking about that earlier when um, I was telling you you know I was quitting smoking and I was like the next thing I wanna do is you know try to work on quitting caffeine and I was like yeah it's tough you know to do two things mm-hmm. two of those big things at one time you know sh- oh, dude, two dude. substances you're that in- I've been living with for a while so and then go in yeah, without them dude you're in yeah, for some hurt yeah really. exactly so like you say it's good to challenge yourself and Dude, plus that now once you know you conquer this one
2: beast, that gives you a next one. It gives you momentum. Yeah, bro. exactly. You, you, yeah, because then you go, okay, I got this done. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know if you've heard. I think he was on Rogan, but he talks about uh, there's I forgot his name, but he says like to start off your day making your bet, because then you start off that one thing that one task. Yeah, you know? I've heard. Uh, it's that that old like military dude, Jocko Willico or something like that. I, I don't forgot like, his name. He's got a he's book. Crazy but it, it made sense it was like you he's do this got one this thing
3: crazy video god i'm uh it's like the super motivational
2: video i dig motivational video yeah, it's yeah. like I love
3: that basically telling you like i don't know it's crazy it's like uh <laughs> it's like it's, is it's, it hype or yeah, is it like yeah like it's got some you know heavy metal not really heavy metal but it's got some good rock music playing yeah. and he's like Anytime somebody gives him an excuse, he's like, So what? It's like woke up late for your job, so what? Didn't get the raise you wanted, so what? Didn't uh uh didn't get that girl's number at the bar, so what? Didn't didn't do a thousand push ups today, so what? He's on a like a no excuse. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah, basically. He's like and then it all boils down to like he was talking about like, you know, Pain and all this shit—it reminds you that you're alive. And I don't know, hes a crazy guy, crazy guy. He's like an ex-marine or ex-navy seal, I believe. And now he's in like motivation
2: shit. It's um, motivation stuff, dude. I, I dig that shit I- because motivation for really anything is. It's it's hard to maintain. Oh You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Props
3: to those people that can stay super motivated all the time. Yeah, yeah, like it's all the time. Wild.
2: I've seen like some... It's a tough thing to do. Some speakers that are just... They yeah. seem like they're always like hyped up on something, man. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's sort of possible. They're high on life. Yeah, man, that's what they say. But that's what we <laughs> see, too, man, right? It's that appearance we see. Yeah, and that's what they're selling you anyways. Because you know? you know? if they look down... <laughs> People be like, "Well, you want me to do such and such, but on that, you you, you were like, you looked like shit the other day." <laughs> um, but it, it it requires discipline, man. It requires like consistency. It requires like discipline. It's a tough. It's tough a thing. very tough thing, dude. But that's there's certain things like it's that though that aren't really harped on as much, you know. I feel like you know, with our education system and stuff, it's really just like, "Hey, get this done, move on to the next thing. Get this done, move on to the next thing." Yeah. And then when you get out of high school and you get it, you know, it's just people take that formula and they apply it to their own life, and it's like, okay, well now I got to get this done. All right, now it's on to the next thing. You know, and it's constantly going, and they're not even really knowing why they're doing the things that they're doing. No. Uh, and then you get to a certain point where you question certain things. You're like, why have I been doing this? Why am I still doing this? And, uh, I mean, there's not much else other than, you know, you just kind of got caught with the current, bro. I mean, there's not nope. much else you can do. But, yeah, I mean – it's really, they say out of sight, out of mind, and they also say mind over matter, bro. And I mean, but the mind is like such a powerful tool and, and thing when you have more control over it than you think. Like earlier, we we're talking about all the things that your body and mind just do automatically. Yeah. But there's got to be something, something in there that where you're telling. You're having some kind of say, enough say so to matter. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I believe that. You know, we're
3: ultimately deciding what we're overall, you know, our brain is doing. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, this autopilot mode where your brain kind of does or thinks about, like, minor shit. But, like, when you really have to come down to, like, an important decision or, like, uh, make, uh, make a decision that, like, absolutely matters... Then I believe that, you know, your brain, you're doing that. You're making that choice.
2: Well, okay. Let me argue. Can I play devil's advocate for that? Yeah. So someone who is um, trapped in some really harsh addiction, like really harsh, right? Yeah. If they're, if they're like somebody comes up to him, it's like, all right, boom, you have the choice. You either stop this or you keep doing this. And they say, No, I want to keep doing that. Is that because of all the chemicals, all the different stuff that's allowed them to be uh, like addicted to a certain substance? Or is it clouding and taking over whatever we're talking about as far as having that like your consciousness like going, Oh, hey, you know, stop this or start this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess when I'm... Yeah. Um, so there's different things that influence that decision.
3: Yeah. There's definitely things that influence yeah. that decision. Certain chemicals that are in your body or um, certain people, certain people's brains may just be wired a little bit different. Like, you know, with, yeah. like, um, people that have multiple personality disorders or, like, schizophrenia or shit like that, they might be, uh, um might have like a different look or a different opinion than somebody like me or you might. Well, everybody's gonna have a different yeah, look yeah, or yeah. a different opinion for sure,
2: but uh, um, yeah, I don't know because, like, like, for instance, man, like when, you, when it comes to like quitting something, yeah. like, like when it came to quitting nicotine and stuff, I feel like he would. Like on that day one, you're yeah. like, dude, I've made this decision. I'm fucking good. And then later takes, on, I think it takes certain th- things that start speaking yeah. up a little
3: bit louder. You're like, hey, but man, I think it's that yourself, your will, your desire. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it. I don't think anybody can just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, um, like we'll use drugs for an instance, like a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a. Uh, if you stop using heroin today. See, he's that heroin addict is not going to stop using heroin. He may say that he is from the get-go because he wants that Mm -hmm. $10,000. That's because he's being, you know, there's a reason behind him wanting to stop. It's not because he wants to better himself or he wants to improve himself. He's just doing it because somebody said, hey, you stop and I'll give you this. Because if somebody, if that same guy was just walking and saying, Hey, why don't you just stop doing heroin? He'll probably say, Hey, why don't you fuck off?
2: You know what I mean? (laughs) Right.
3: So. Well,
2: here's two other things
3: to that, right? Okay, so. I think it's got to be, to answer that first question, I think it's got to be your inner self. You have to want that change.
2: So then, two things. Yeah. What you're doing, your body knows is not good for the body. Yeah. So does the body have a way of overriding? and sending messages to say hey dude, what what you're putting into us isn't really jiving real well with everything. Yeah, I think that you, there's definitely But, yeah, yeah, to add on to that your body sometimes sends you messages to say, hey we need this, man. You yeah. need this. And when yeah. you don't have this, we're out of whack.
1: Yeah,
2: Like, maybe we weren't cool with it, but we've gotten so used to it now that yeah, we kind of need you to keep doing whatever you were doing. Yeah, your body. So it. is that's where it's like, yeah, you have your willpower, you have you yeah. making a choice, but your body is also like reacting to that choice yeah. in 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 favor for it and also against it. Yeah. And I I don't know where who gets the bigger say. so Who gets the bigger say so?
3: I would have to say, oh shit, yeah, I don't
2: know. Probably your mind would have the bigger say so, but. But all that's affecting your mind. Yeah. So is it your consciousness? Is it your subconsciousness? Is it this uh, like we talked about? Like, is it your souls or is there, is there a, things that maybe we don't even really understand? Yeah. Obviously, we don't understand a lot right. about the mind. Yeah. But I'm, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. if we're talking about choices and free yeah. will and yeah. stuff, that's a miracle in a lot of sense to think that people come to those conclusions on their own. Because most of the time, it's it takes. Something really bad happening to kind of go, hey, man, you didn't want to listen before. You didn't want to listen to yourself then. Well, now you got no choice. And nobody likes to be forced to do anything. I don't think so. I, I don't know. Like No. But if you were to like something were to happen and it's like, hey, you got to stop doing this. Even though you might go, yeah, you got a point. Yeah, I've thought about it. Uh, yeah, I kind of know that it wasn't really good for me, but I, didn't, you know, I didn't see really any harm in it. But then it's like there's that that rebellious side, that nature that yeah. comes out where it's like, well, if somebody's telling me not to do this. I kind of don't want to stop because of that. But like you said, when you come to that to your on your own, yeah, you feel more empowered. You feel like you have more control over that decision, right? Yeah, I think that's where
3: some people kind of get that sense of a. Like they need help from like a higher power or Mm -hmm. something like a a destiny almost in a sense. Like something to help aid them in that ability to stop. Mm -hmm. Because they don't have the willpower or the... They know that they can't beat that inner demon inside of them to stop. They know that that inner demon, whether it's their consciousness or their soul Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, that they, they can't defeat that inner beast that wants that substance yeah. so bad regardless of what it is whether it's you know drugs sugar yeah. coffee
2: alcohol or, yeah or just any fast
3: kind of, food anything or
2: kind of habits yeah, any, or just any like type of habit, anything, tra- uh, yeah.
3: traits right so it's it's uh i don't think um damn what was, what was I saying?
2: we're talking about like, kind of like having oh, yeah. like that belief oh. system reinforces and strengthens yeah.
3: um yeah, some people believe that, you know, they don't, that they need that higher power, that mm-hmm. God, or something that's greater than themselves because they've tried so many ways to stop and they just haven't been able to do it by themselves. And then in
2: most like religious beliefs, a lot of these things have already been pointed out in a way kind of vague, but it's like, yeah. you know, what you're doing isn't falling in like good, mm-hmm. um, you know, good marks for, for that. So yeah. then there's also that guilt and then yeah. there's that self guilt and then there's guilt from people that, you know, and love, they're probably like, Hey, not really cool with that, but Hey, do you do yeah. whatever you want? And then it's like, Oh yeah, I guess, I guess it's just interesting, man. I mean, I don't mean to harp on that cause I, I I've gone through it. I'm going through it still with a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And I think that's just something that, it's so it's very difficult. No matter how big or small it is, yeah. no whatever has become you as far as like habits, routines, different things, um, to just like decide one day to go. That's no longer going to be part of me. Is it takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of focus and energy because, like in that Robin Williams documentary last night, yeah. the people who known him or knew him best. When he got off of uh, all those hard drugs and stuff, they saw that when at, whenever he was in, on stage, he was really quiet to himself and stuff. And part of that's probably because he was so crazy energetic all the mm-hmm. time. But it takes focus. It takes, like you said, willpower that nobody really sees on the surface. But inside, you're having a battle Yeah, this inner monologue that has been so used in – comfortable to just kind of do it this other way and then it's like now it's getting like pissed off almost in a way that you're not doing A, B, and C and it takes you hone in and suppressing that to a point where it's like putting a fire into an ember into an ember into like psst, smoke you know what I'm saying but it takes a lot of even like we're talking about multitasking man mm-hmm. that's one of the things that whenever you change anything you can't just fucking stop everything and go, I'm taking all my energy and focus and I'm doing this and I'm not right. doing anything else until – no, you still wake up and you go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. You still go through a lot of the same environments and, and situations that you probably encountered, whatever that was or w- whatever it is you do or did. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that takes inner focus to kind of battle that because it's so easy to just – Go, ah, fuck it, man. You know, when you're comfortable with something, good or bad, uh, that's easy. When you're uncomfortable with something, that's hard. And, but uncomfortable, that doesn't have to be forever. I think that what scares people about changing anything is that first meet and greet with being uncomfortable. To go from hey I'm on the beach kicking it <laughs> to, to like you know going oh, back shit. to work you know, yeah. but oh, that's probably a bad analogy but, you know what I'm saying like eventually yeah. that uncomfortable becomes comfortable right right but people just are People always, hate
3: the uncomfort
2: yeah especially when it's become something you've been you've been so accustomed to yeah and used
3: yeah.
2: to yeah I, and but that it's it's a a relieving. Um, feeling to feel like you have more control. Mm-hmm. Because like the more we look into different things, you kind of go, damn, I don't have that much control of anything at all.
3: Yeah, it's you think about it sometimes, and you're like, wow, what am I... It gets kind of gloomy sometimes when you think about it. Like, if I really don't have a lot of these choices that I think I have, then, like, what am I really doing?
2: Yeah, are you just like a robot that's yeah. on, like, cruise control? Right. Yep. Uh, that's, that's almost like... Believing that you have more say so than you actually do, yeah, and that's the only way that it works is that if you believe you have more say so than you do, but really, it's not as as much it as you think. It definitely
3: doesn't seem like it. Yeah, like say I I
2: I want to believe and I hope that you know we have yeah limitless
3: choices and
2: I'm sure that if we broke it down, yeah. there's a lot of scientific you know reasons yeah. behind everything, yeah. but. Regardless, I mean, that's not the reality that we live in right now. Um, and it's all about your perspective on things, anyways.
3: Correcto mundo. So,
2: yeah, it's very interesting, man. I mean, I think like gaining control and mastery of your mind is one of the best things that you can do in, in life because normally will it help you with things like that as far as like making different changes, but it, it kind of sets you up for, success in so many different ways because when you have control of that, you can use that tool to, to do other things. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's difficult, man, because the culture and society that we live in now, I mean, for example, for someone like me who I want to get on this, like eating really good fucking cake. Mm -hmm. But if I work down the road and to get to work, I have to drive by McDonald's, Taco <laughs> Bell. You know, it's kind of like weird how it's like society's set up to go. It's very easy to do wrong. It's really hard to do right. And if you can do right, then you'll you'll benefit from it. Right. But you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm. But obviously, that's not the case. So almost like a test in a way. It's like, hey, if you want to live as long as you can and be happy and successful and do this, then here's. It's not like there's some a secret book, like uh, that one Nicholas Cage movie, uh, the one where he's like trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh, the National Treasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I don't even know if I, that, that had anything to do with it, but like a book of like secrets and the answers, yeah. right? To yeah. like this is how you will be successful. <laughs> I don't think that I think all that information, especially with the internet, is out there. Mm-hmm. It's how you use the tools provided. To like, you can look up cat videos all day if you wanted to, or you can look up things that are just beneficial. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this constant like, because pro- uh, progress and change is an non- uh, ongoing, endless thing. That when we're on our deathbed, we're still gonna be like, I could have done this a little bit better, <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah, that's gonna be the. I think everybody probably. On their deathbed looks back and be like damn wish I would've done this yeah for sure or, wish I would've done that I think there's no there's oh. nobody in their life that would be like yep I did everything that I ever wanted the to right
2: make. amount of everything yeah Yeah. I think you're I right I mean
3: there's already shit that I look back and I'm you know and I'm sure my life's nowhere even hopefully it's nowhere even close to over but there's shit I look back and I'm like fuck should've did that different or damn wish it would've went
2: that way but it's awareness yeah man. I think that's one of the best things too, dude. Yeah. As long as but you have try that not do think about it too much, but you know. Yeah, cuz I I mean you can either think but about living or... things
3: like you say where your your mind sometimes it just wanders and without you knowing it, you just one of those memories pops back up and bam, you're it's like you're fucking right back
2: yeah. there again all over. Yo, before cuz we'll wrap it here uh here in the next couple of minutes. Uh just because you said that, your brain does it. Do you believe? What do you think the purpose of dreams are? Like when you go to sleep, because um, I've heard that it's just like your brain is dealing with different things that are in your subconscious. That when you're awake and alert, yeah. you have control over. It. When you go to sleep, the rest of your body, all that, everything goes to your brain. Right. So yeah. your brain is on like a hundred and fifty percent. So it's like, cracks its fingers and it's like, all right, let's see what we can do here. What do you think? Or is it like, do you think that there's like some lessons or messages in dreams that you can take from?
3: I don't, I don't know if there's any lessons or messages from dreams. Um, I I think sometimes um, you can kind of, your dream, where you're kind of at in reality can bleed over into your dreams. Yeah. instance, like. For instance, I remember I had a dream one time. There was a really bad thunderstorm going on outside, and I didn't know it at the time, but in my dream, like there was a lot of lightning popping off, and it was like a bad storm going on. And when I woke up from the dream, there was a thunderstorm going on. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know, that my subconsciously like my mind is still aware that there's a storm Stuff outside, but I had no fucking clue.
2: And it's like it took that inspiration yeah. and it,
3: painted, and it that painted that picture into my dream. But yeah, and then you know dreams are, um, we everybody dreams every night, regardless of whether you remember. That's what it or everybody not.
2: says. Yeah,
3: regardless of whether you remember it or not, and you dream in your because there's different stages of sleep. I've kind of looked into
2: it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be a cool episode to do. I want yeah, to do more really, sleep. Sleep
3: is cool. Sleep is cool. So we won't get into it too much here, but uh, um, yeah, in your REM sleep, that's where you get your your most rest and relaxation. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you sleep, let's roughly say you sleep you sleep six hours a night. Um, about half of that will be REM sleep. So about half the time. You're getting really good sleep, and that's when your body and your mind and whatnot gets its most rest and relaxation. It is when your mind is the most active, though. That's when you'll have your craziest part of your dreams and some of the shit that will stick out and is so vague to you or so uh, um, feels real. Yeah, like uh, vivid and vibrant yeah. and real life feeling. Yeah, that's all happening in your REM sleep. I forget what the other part of your sleep's called. But it's when, that's like sometimes, you know, how when you'll roll over and you'll be awake for like half a second and then you're instantly back <laughs> to sleep, that's that sleep.
2: Well, let me ask you this, though. So yeah. If it's, so are our dreams the result, really, of just our brain being the most active? And that's just what it's doing. Because it's so used to, like, mm-hmm. think about it like this, because it's so used to taking in so much yeah. that when you shut all that off, You're not feeling things, you're not tasting things, you're not hearing, seeing, all that's going away, but your brain almost is like, I don't know what else to do, bro. So we're gonna like make up a fake version of what happens. Crazy world. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And like how things like that you never think of a lot, like that are almost in your subconscious, Mm -hmm. people that you haven't thought about forever, Mm -hmm. situations, different things that pop up and you're like where did that even come from? I almost yeah. like forgot about that yeah. or that person. Yeah. Here I am waking up thinking, dude, I haven't th- thought of that person for years. Mm. See, I haven't remembered a dream in a while. Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, it's, I, Joe Rogan had a guy on talking about sleep uh, like a month or so ago, maybe longer. And he was talking about um, marijuana and alcohol are the two worst substances you can put in your body for Um, for getting adequate REM sleep, like Mm -hmm. you know, most people associate them with you know sleep aids, where they're actually sleep deteriorants. Like, yeah, they'll help you go to sleep, but you don't get as good. Um. Uh, shit. What's it called? Sleep? Like REM sleep? Yeah, Yeah. REM sleep. Yeah, you don't get as much REM sleep with when you have those products. Like, see, I don't. I've probably remembered. A, a handful of dreams over the last two years. Like, little... And it, it won't be nothing but like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Like, very small piece of the
2: dream. But does it affect the way you remember dreams? Or? Yeah, yeah. Because... It blocks,
3: it blocks the receptor that... The guy broke it down and explained yeah, yeah. in his podcast. I gotta check that but Yeah, out. yeah. It's a really good. one. I forget his name. I'll send it to you. Okay. But, um... Yeah, um... It blocks the receptor that, uh that allows your brain to access that memory. Because Mm. every your every dream you have is stored just like a memory. That's why if you have you ever noticed sometimes like you'll see something in real life Mm -hmm. that you'll be like, fuck, I saw that in my dream. Or Mm -hmm. I remember that from my dream. And what is it's just a coincidence, something Mm. that's very similar that you're remembering from your dream and when you see it in real life, it, your brain, it accesses... Kind of taps into Yeah, it kind of taps memory. into that memory. And something about alcohol and marijuana blocked that receptor. That's wild, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't... I haven't... And I actually... There was a point where I had taken a break from smoking for like eight months. I wasn't smoking weed. And um I was having the craziest, most vivid dreams. It was like... It was literally like my since I had I had probably smoked for like three or four years, and it's like my body was trying to catch up. Oh wow! On those three or four years where I wasn't getting good REM sleep, and I mean I was had like I would literally I was waking up and some nights I would be like I would never get like cold sweats in the night from dreams or anything like that never in my life and then once i had stopped smoking i started getting cold sweats from some of my dreams wow like they were so intense because they were so
2: suppressed yeah. for yeah. so long that, i assume at
3: the time i was like i wonder why i did that but after listening to that podcast yeah that's what happened
2: so i have heard rogan bring yeah. that up recently yeah. and i thought like i was like hmm yeah. never even, <laughs> thought about
3: even it. talked about like um because some people think um uh I think it's called uh, dopamine or shit. No,
2: I'm retarded. You're talking about, about sleep?
3: Oh, no, I'm retarded. Hold on. Give me a second. It's uh the spirit molecule, DMT. Mm. Um, they think it's produced. Some people think it's produced in the pineal gland in your brain. Mm. Um, they've proved that it's in rats' brains. They know that it's inside of our body, but they can't do the experiments yet to test them whether or not it's in humans or not mm-hmm. um but um um dmt they assume is produced most likely when you're in your REM sleep that's what causes such those vivid and crazy dreams
2: wow.
3: and uh damn we where's going with that um I don't know
2: well for the next time well, <laughs> tune in <Yeah. laughs>
3: cause no dude
2: I think sleep would be a dope, yes, sleep, dope talk we had
3: talking, I, I forget where I was going with that we've been talking for fucking two hours now I right? know man we've been going this is a fun that. podcast yeah not to just kind of cut us off there about what we are talking about but <laughs> a little cliffhanger dude yeah cliffhanger for next time so you all
2: yeah. tune in Damn, dude. dude this was great. This, this was fun. Podcast. I, I, I've been trying, um, like I told you, like to keep these kind of like on yeah, well, certain yeah. But we we stayed in certain ballparks, I think, that were all – and tried to uh, – you know, I think we both tried to connect a lot of the, the things yeah, that we talked we, about.
3: Mainly, you know, we talked about like the brain and choices yeah. and free will. For Stuff the most like part, that. we all kind of hinted around that. But we got off topic a little yeah, bit. But, but it's, not, fun. it's fun when that happens, you know, and then we bring it back. And yeah. But I, yeah, like you said, I, like, this was fun having just kind of a little conversation. More of with, a free flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With several topics instead of just one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. No, it was fun. I
2: enjoyed it. It was hella hell of fun. Man. We're, we're going to
3: have to do this again. Oh, um, yeah. Hopefully this two mic setup turns out good. Can't you know, yeah. wait to listen to myself talk. I know. It's going to be... I always enjoy... Re- do, you, do you re-go back and listen um, to all these and try to like... <laughs> See some of the stuff that you say and be like, "Oh, I say this word too much, or oh, I need to, you know, try to do um, this a little bit better." In a way, uh, at first Did you try not to go back too much and critique yourself. Yeah, because
2: of, then I, you know, you can yeah. be a little too nitpicky, yeah. and yeah. then I've already experienced this conversation, so I'm gonna pers- I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna process it as just like hearing everything over again, yeah. as far as like yeah. hearing a fresh new right. You know, so so certain parts just to kind of hear sound quality to pick up on things like that, Mm -hmm. and um, so I'm more aware next time to go, okay, maybe I should not do ums or you know I did this, right? You know, but but then again, it's like I honestly, I I said
3: um about a million times probably,
2: but it's just like good word. It's really Um, it's like organic um, and realistic, right? um, Because it's just like how you talk. Cause I mean, um, if I edited every little thing, then um, it would take forever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, man, that was that was good. I like that. that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it, the shit out of it. And see, like we touched on a lot of the stuff that I was gonna record about earlier, so I was happy that we got a chance to go over Two those. Two
3: birds, one stone. That's pretty bah! much
2: it, man. We multitasked bah! like a motherfucker.
3: We got it, baby.
2: Um. So yeah, man. I appreciate, it, brother. We out here. I'm We're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna get this outro out of the way, and then Hit we'll it. we'll wrap it. It's a lot here, man. Hit them with it, Jamie. All right, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wondersoul Soul. This is episode number sixteen. Sixteen. Is there anything cool about the number sixteen? I guess you get your driver's license.
3: Uh, yeah. What Any cool it? athletes? Yeah. So that's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. That's what that's... athlete is it? A, is the a sixteen? Who's number sixteen? Of not
2: one. Is there a quarterback number sixteen?
3: Maybe. Yeah, Mark Sanchez. Was he six? No, he was six. He was
2: six. Close enough. Anyways, well, (laughs) uh, and we'll probably title this as Wonder Talk. We'll we'll have this kind of episode. I don't know if it'll be a weekly series yet, but uh, it's definitely going to be more. Huh?
3: Graves, Freddie Freeman, and he number six. Oh, 16? I don't know
2: any baseball players uh, for real, uh, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> there could be some I'm hockey players. i straws clue. now. kind of almost want to Google it.
3: While well, you do the outro, oh, okay. and then I'm going to
2: hit them with it before yeah, we leave. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, this was episode 16 titled Wonder Talk. Thank you, Shane. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. Please rate and and review Wondersoul on iTunes and whatever platform that you're currently listening to this. It helps out tremendously, and you just listening to these episodes uh, helps out, and I appreciate it. Uh, You can find and listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music, Anchor, Spotify, and Stitcher. I think that's about it. If there's any that um, anybody has suggestions for uh, please let me know how you listen to these episodes and uh, I'll do my best to reach that platform. Uh, you can connect and continue the discussion on social media. Uh, we Wondersoul has a Twitter, an Instagram, a Tumblr, and a Twitch. Uh, the Instagram would be the Wondersoul. Twitter is at Wondersoul. These are spelled W-N-D-R-S-O-U-L. Um, just made a Tumblr this weekend, which you could probably find. Uh, episode cover art maybe some episodes um and also just different writings and different things like that uh you can find that at wondersoul.tumblr.com and then also twitch uh doing live streams throughout the weekend maybe even sometimes during the week uh watch parties q and a's um just different stuff just to hang out um and just give you guys a chance to just interact and talk with me and uh, and whoever I'm streaming with and, and vice versa. But you can find that at um, – let me pull that up one more time. I think it was – oh, uh, tv slash Wondersoul. Um, and if you follow it, uh, the Twitch page, it will notify you when we go live. So that's always good. Um, but either way, I want to hear your thoughts on the topic that – you know we discuss in these episodes especially episodes like the one that me and shane did tonight uh, i think that touched on a lot of cool topics a lot of relatable and deep um subjects i think a lot of people can chime in on um but you know if there's any from other episodes please uh Let me know. Um, But if you would like to be featured on an episode of Wonder News, just email at wondersoul at gmail.com. That's uh, W-N-D-R-S-O-U-L at gmail.com. Wonder News is a weekly roundup show every Friday. So your news and whatever you guys send in uh, will get picked out and featured on the show. And I will definitely give you a cool, nice little shout-out. So, uh, yeah, if you want to be on that. Did you find a cool 16?
3: Bro, how did we forget? Yeah. Joe Montana. Oh, Joe
2: Montana? Joe Montana was number 16. But that was, they named a few other people, and I had no I think I clue think of Joe Montana, but I don't think of his number. Neither do I. Because, like, with certain athletes, like Michael Jordan, you think of 23. Tom Brady, you think of 12. 16 didn't ever. Did you
3: think of 23? You think of Michael Jordan?
2: Yeah. What do you think of? The king is Lebron. back. <laughs> <laughs> is he back to number 23? No, he was nah, in Cleveland, right?
3: Uh, he was in Cleveland, but I think he's not. Wasn't Kobe's number 20? Oh, man. No, Kobe was 24. Yeah, he was 24. Yeah, So so maybe 23 will be We'll go back to the six. Maybe, maybe fuck the three. six. Six was ugly on his ass. He with
2: 23. <laughs> he had some luck, dude. You know. Yeah, he did win two titles with that six. Damn, dude. I, I can't wait for sports to kick up, dude. Me too. We're going to do a sports show so it's going to be fun as fuck um yeah so anyways uh, just to finish this up uh, <laughs> you can also email Wondersoul and give us uh, feedback and topic ideas uh, we would love to hear what you have, want us to talk about and what you have to say and um, if you would like to be a guest on any episode of Wondersoul uh, just contact me through the previous provided methods of contact and I hope to hear and connect with you but uh yeah, until the next episode I'm Bearded Buddha. Thank you again, Shane. No problem, sir. It was you fun. Want, you want to say bye to the people?
3: Bye bye, people.
2: Uh, this was that another was episode weird. of, <laughs> of <laughs> Wondersoul. Soul. Uh, do good, take care, and
0: peace. Peace. What a great episode by Bearded Buddha and his friend Shane. I so hope they do this again. Wonder Talk is a free-flowing conversation. They hope you can relate to any of the topics they discussed. Remember that change is possible. You humans are capable of many great things. No matter what you are going through, don't give up. Chase your dreams. Always remember to smile. Till next time. Goodbye.